And the show has started. We are live. We're live. Uh, and it's my fault that we're doing this later than normal. I'm on mute. I'm on mute. Yes, he's on mute still. Uh, yeah, I was supposed to be back earlier. How long would you say if you make a reservation, you know, if you're supposed to be somewhere like at 730, how long would you expect that to take at a restaurant? Today? I mean, like a lot of people aren't even going out because of yeah, this pandemic. Exactly. So you should exactly. not have to wait long. If you were already sitting down at 7.30, what would you expect? 8.45 at the latest. Yeah, exactly. And that was not the case. <laughs> that, was, that was not the case. Yeah, the place had, I think it. I saw one waitress there the whole time and she was training somebody. Uh, so I don't know. I, I, there's some places I went to. I, so I actually went to uh, Jeff, Chef Jeff, who I had on the show recently. I went to his restaurant the other day and they had a ton of a ton of staff there like they had somebody who was just there to wipe down the tables like it seemed like every glass that you drank of water there was somebody filling it back up this was like the opposite this place was like yeah i know you haven't been to a restaurant in a while so we're just going to do whatever we want so that you the food is great but but the service was (laughs) could use some work uh but yeah what uh what five-star restaurant were you at that was at moretti's you familiar with moretti's No, uh, it's a, it's a Italian chain kind of in the western northwest suburbs. So it's it's Never all over the place. Guessed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I do not trust many. I don't trust. I'd say ninety eight percent of Italian restaurants. <laughs> Why is that? Because they're just making pizza and calamari. That's it. That's it. Get, That's it over, just... get over yourself. Why do you need a whole restaurant for that? Yeah, it's there's a hundred other ones. They're there is bad. a lot of that. There is a lot of that. Steve. The only job I ever got fired from was from an Italian restaurant. Really? Mamma mia. Yes. For speaking the truth, (laughs) I was told I had an attitude problem, and I didn't even say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Pat, do you think from from their perspective, what do you think it was that you did that got you fired? Well, here's the thing. I used to get up at 4.30 in the morning because we had 6 a.m. lifting for football. So I would do that. I would go to school, and then I would go to work. And so – yeah, maybe I got a little upset if somebody came in five minutes before we were going to close and I got asked to stay. Maybe I rolled my eyes when I was a teenager. Yeah. You know, that, that workload is too heavy for a young Chicago boy. Okay? I was tired, but yeah, I I literally was told that I rolled my eyes at the manager and they fired me. You should have went back and just fucking went ape shit. Well, the funny part was they were short the next day, so they asked me if I could work the next day and then I was done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah thanks for firing me I, I guess i could pull one more 
Yeah. <laughs> that would have been an insane shift if I was working. It would have just been nuts start to finish. It, yeah, it was very laid back. Um, while we're talking about restaurants, I wanted to quickly talk about what's going on in St. Charles, Illinois, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's hear it, Pat. What is everybody's obsession with Wahlburgers? Wahlburgers! <laughs> you heard. I didn't know you heard. Yeah. That's like the, I, I never see anything that Jared says. I never see yeah. anything like that, but I always see something about Wahlburger. All right. I'll give you the full backstory. So, Jenny McCarthy, famous celebrity, and Donnie Wahlberg, famous celebrity's brother, <laughs> yes. are married. So that's a dynamic duo. They yeah. first lived in Geneva, Illinois. Now they live, I won't disclose the location, because we don't need another celebrity feud. Yeah. We're already feuding with Conan O'Brien. Yeah. They live in St. Charles, technically. So they started a Wahlburgers restaurant. Donnie, you know, Mac, Macky Mac, the whole funky bunch started a restaurant. Celebrities right in our hometown. Yes. And people are pumped. It's like a, it's a national chain, though. I mean, I've ha- I've actually had Wahlburgers in the River North neighborhood. It wasn't, you know, great, but it was good. Well, uh, I just is that like hey, the biggest restaurant in St. Charles now? You shut your <laughs> mouth, Pat. Being the Wahlburg brothers that come in. <laughs> it's it's I'm so scared. Was I've, that a Boston accent? I've never no? been to one. I think actually we should have Nick Russo back on the show because he's been to a Wahlburgers before and and give a review of it. But it, why it's don't an, we just go to the one in St. Yes, that's a good was idea. There, Donnie and Jenny were there for the opening. Yeah, that's a good point. So we'll go. I, that's a good idea, Steve. Let's go uh, like this weekend or next weekend sometime. Let's figure out a time to go to Wahlburgers. Yeah, um, I'm down. Okay. <laughs> I'll try whatever vegan Wahlberg they probably, burger they got. They probably got regular food, too. But, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't – I mean, the, the hype around it's insane. It's like these people, like, this is like their life. Like, <laughs> this is like, um, you know, somebody getting a grocery store in their in their hometown that they've grew up in for the first time ever. I mean, these people are acting like they've never seen a burger before. It, it's, yeah. Yeah. And they've never been to a Red Robin. I we should taste test that. Go to Wahlburgers, then Red Robin, whichever one is better. <laughs> fair. We'll go back into that restaurant and award them we'll with get, a check. And yes, I like that a award check, <laughs> and we'll get the same type of burger, so it's not cheating. Yeah. So uh, I want to talk about something else from what's happening in St. Charles. Uh, Nick uh, Nick Russo, who I just mentioned, and for those just so you know, this is the uh, the Facebook group for a Chicago suburb here. What's happening in St. Charles? That we like to, uh, we all view quite a bit. Uh, Nick Russo posted, is anyone here a certified Jetty boy? And if so, how can I become one? Uh, what does so, that mean? <laughs> so Jetty boy. Pat, did you listen to the Chubstep episode uh, featuring Jetty boy 69? Apparently not. Well, check out that episode. Uh, Jetty boy is just a What Vaughn's, number is it? Jetty, uh, it's 69. No, it's not, it. it's not 69. It's, let me, uh, let me look it up for you. Uh, it was like two weeks ago. Yeah, it was like two weeks ago. It wasn't that long ago. This is, for anybody that needs the reference, this is episode 261. So in episode 261, you hear what Jetty Boy is. is basically Vaughn just came up with a term for somebody that owns a jet ski. Uh, like, a, like a jet ski guy. <laughs> like somebody that Oh, lives... this was the week you just decided to do it with Vaughn and didn't tell us about it? No, it was a week that I knew I had a ton of stuff going on during that week and I was going to have like 
you know, 30 minutes to record a show and edit it that night. So I had to do it last minute with Vaughn. Pretty similar tonight. Pretty similar tonight, actually. So, um, so anyway, Nick Russo posts that. Then my cousin Trent replies with his hand up emoji. And then some lady said, what is Jetty Boy? And <laughs> I replied to her and I said, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. And then <laughs> apparently, apparently she replied and said, okay, Jared's being an ass. Can somebody else tell me what it is? And then Trent, <laughs> my cousin responded to that and he said, Jared is right. You got to know someone to be someone. <laughs> and then she responded, oh, uh, I guess I'm getting trolled. And then she, then either she got the comment deleted or I, or, you know, she deleted herself. But I also responded to this and I said, actually, I do have a lot of experience in that world. What's your personal style of ski? Depending on what your style is, I can recommend a good make and then we can find you something good for the water. Um, and then my cousin Gage replied, uh, he's not certified, but has experience trying to get his jetty cert right now. PM me for more info. And then, <laughs> And then I uh, if you got any PMs. some random guy said, I'm not certified, but here's a Facebook page to get you started. And it's a Jetty Boys music band <laughs> page. Oh, my God. Uh, so, again, this is pretty insider info. People that have to be listening to Chubb Sep the last couple of weeks to understand this. But check out episode 261 if you haven't done that yet, if you want to be a so Jetty Boy. So I think that a good, um, a good Jetty Boy video would be if you look up the video for Chattahoochee. That Chad? song, Way Down Yonder on the Chattahoochee. Okay. <laughs> so that, I'm not familiar that song, with that one. While you would think it's about just a nice river, it's actually about the original Jetty Boy and how he loved gay sex. Okay. Alan, Alan Jackson, Chattahoochee? Alan Jackson, Chattahoochee, Way Down Yonder on the Chattahoochee. Uh, he says, like, learn a little, learn a lot about living, learn a little about love. He talks about dropping a girl off, going to hook up with the boys. Yeah. And then he learned about love. But also with a side note of jet ski. Oh, he's right. In the music video, he's like wearing jeans and just on a jet ski. Not, a great, not a great outfit it's for awesome. jet skiing. Uh, he looks pretty cool. Okay. Actually. Well, we will check that <laughs> yeah. out. Well, I don't even know if it's him. It probably isn't. Because I think what I remember, this guy's just ripping it. <laughs> he's not like country singer in a music video he's like ripping this jet ski like a maniac <laughs> all right we'll find some pictures of that i'll try to post about the uh, instagram all right speaking uh, of the instagram yeah, let's Jared, hear it, Pat. um i did talk to trevor recently because i saw by the way whoever posted that picture about trevor on chub step that that was just ridiculous <laughs> um, so i i responded because he said we're fighting i said yeah. that had to be paul i have yeah. no idea why yeah. he would do that yeah yeah and um trevor told me that he hasn't had access to our instagram account so you're a liar jared and we need to give him some uh credentials so he could you know, do his social I, media thing. I us. thought that he had access to all the social media, but maybe I'm wrong about that. I know he has the he Twitter. Had, he has access to like every Twitter account that I've ever heard of. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> but I, just I don't people. think he's big on Instagram. He's a big Twitter influencer. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, we'll see what we can do about that, Pat. I don't know. I I, I guess it's still a mystery. Whoever liked my picture from the Chubstep Instagram. I guess it's still yeah. up in the air at this Real point. Real big mystery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was there was there something you guys wanted to get to? I have a rare, rare local Tanzania news. Whoa. 
The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that the infection is now transmitted you know what Fugazi is? Fugazi, it's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi, Fugazi, it's a wazi, it's a wazi, it's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. Get, uh, yeah, exactly. Get ready for this. All of our loyal dedicated followers and i know there's loyal dedicated followers because when i mentioned steve swallow's instagram page last week i got 13 new followers whoa yeah you know how many new ones i got when i mentioned my personal instagram zero i i might have gotten two after a month (laughs) yeah yeah well people like the name still man but we got we got big time support well guess what in DeKalb, Illinois, while adhering to the safety guidelines for COVID-19, Tanzania Development Support is holding an outdoor yard sale fundraiser from August 6th through August 8th. That's coming up. Exactly. They've raised uh, such numbers as $70,000. For what? Numbers for Tanzania. <laughs> the money just goes to the, like, does it go to Magafuli's pocket? Who is this going to? Uh, it goes to, it enables families and community members in rural Tanzania. All right. It's never a good sign when the website reporting on this has grammar errors. They just miss a word. <laughs> yeah. Not great. I'll fill it in. Okay. Uh, to... It doesn't say to. It just says Tanzania lift themselves. No. Tanzania to lift themselves out of poverty through education, training, and community development. I'm going to have a problem giving $70,000 to a website or some sort of community that has a hard time spelling out what they want to do with the money. Well, this is just the midweek news reporting on it. Okay. Now, it says the projects completed uh, include a construction of a community library, Mm -hmm. a girls' dormitory for 160 girls, and an internet cell tower. Oh. Ooh, okay. Be easier for people to listen to Chubstep in Tanzania with this. Yes. um, So they didn't have internet before. DeKalb just built a cell tower from $70,000. Is this for DeKalb I, I or is this for BS. Tanzania? I think the whole thing is BS. I think it's a scam. Okay. It's, gonna, okay. it's a DeKalb-wide scam yeah. that they're running. That's You're going to get an email. They're going to want to buy like 100 things. Yeah. Don't but f- you first you have to send them money so that their yeah. bank will clear it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of scams going on right now. Um Pat, did you ever get that uh, Guns N' Roses light? No, Jared. Thanks for bringing okay. that up. No, I never <laughs> got it. That's, well, $25 gone. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, the beef jerky has not been delivered. I, I actually just talked to my sister about that the other day. My For those that don't remember, my sister uh, bought beef jerky from a door-to-door salesman that had no a pen or salesman. He was basically about, he had no pen or paper with him. Uh, oh she just gave him just gave him 20 bucks to buy beef jerky and then he just walked away and, and never heard from him again um see i did i literally i literally talked to her about that like four three days ago and she confirmed she is still not gotten the beef jerky 
Uh, maybe I'll just buy her some beef jerky and leave it at the door. Say sorry for the if delay. That, if that kid ever tries to pull that scam again, like this year, because you wait a few years. Yeah. If he ever tries to do it again, you should just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beef jerky? Yeah, let me go get my cash. And you come out with a baseball bat. And he's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, how about this uh, Billy Bob Thornton movie review? Hello, I'm Billy Bob Thornton. And do me a favor, once we start, let me get three sentences out before you ask me another inane goddamn question. Well, they don't make sense because uh, what's well, like this, you can say three but not four. You know? It's funny because I mean, you know, we have rules in network television. I can barely keep my ass in the seat. I want to run up on the stage and like mess the guy's hair up and turn the furniture over and you know, stuff like that. I'm obviously not an albino, so. Uh, yeah, I have, a, I have a phobia about antiques, certain kinds, anything before uh, anything before 1950 or so. Okay, shut the f- up, I'll do it. Yeah, that's what we did. We, we took a, the guy who was 6'5 and shrunk him down for the f- movie. Wow, Yeah. only in Hollywood. Anyway, no, I'm not an albino. God damn it. I mean, seriously. What is he dwarf? Of course he's that short. That's... What kind of question is that? Am I on acid? Billy Bob. Okay. I can't believe you would roast yourself by putting that on Instagram about the dude throwing his headset whenever that movie review comes out. Yeah, up. I know. I know. Well, and I did you the did one that? with... Well, I, I, did the, I definitely did the meme with the guy. I just love that meme where the guy's talking to the girl. Uh, he looks like the douche with the cutoff... Uh, <laughs> You know, the sleeves game. Yes. Guy in the crowd. Yes. That one is so, I just crack up every time I see that meme. All right. So here from 1986, talking about Hunter's Blood. Hunter's Blood, 1986. Uh, starring a bunch of people that you are not going to know the names if I say them, but two people that I did recognize in this movie. One of them is Billy Bob Thornton playing the role of Billy Bob in yeah, the movie. This is. Maybe the fifth time Billy Bob Thornton has just played Billy Bob. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's not the only time that he does that. Uh, oh. Then, then who also is in this is a weird guy keeps popping up. Mickey Jones, who we, I reviewed in the last Billy Bob Thornton short that we did. He was the other guy that was acting with him. That's the guy that oh, was yeah. in Sunny. It's always Sunny as the um, gun salesman. He's also in Sling Blade as one of the band members, but he's also in this as another one of the um, kind of deep woods inbred uh, kind of locals in the South. You he's know, he's just got that. Uh, what's the movie? Uh, starts with the Deliverance vibe. Yes. Uh, so actually, what this movie is, Deliverance is a perfect way to describe this. This is basically like a poor man's Deliverance. So, yeah, it, it's it's like so. Basically, what happens? These guys go into they're a bunch of city guys. They go into the um, the wilderness to go hunting, and it seems like they have a very loose. It's clear that like they don't know where they're going, but it's like yeah, we're just gonna go kind of check out this random spot to go hunting. They go into this bar. Um, the, the one part that did crack me up a lot at this movie, they go to this local bar before they go hunting and he's talking to this bartender and he could tell this bartender is like not very, she's not very smart and all this stuff. And he's telling her the story about how, um, he just makes up this very elaborate story about him, uh, his, his wife getting hit, uh, by a, like at a NASCAR event, like a tire flying off and killing her and like this whole thing. And now he's friends with Dale Earnhardt Jr. There was this whole thing, right? <laughs> he like makes up this whole story and then she believes it. And then 
she realizes that he's just making fun of her and then like the guys just start beating the shit out of all these city guys um oh, that God. part i did enjoy quite a bit but the the Wait, was billy bob on the city boy so team no the- billy bob is a local yeah he's like there's this group of basically just like local guys that are kind of lawless and they're in this part it's trying to just know i don't think they ever give a description of where any of this is but they you know it's a deep south it seems like and they and they're like trying to make the most stereotypical hillbillies that you could make Howdy, like they're partner. all got dirt all over them like you know sleeves are missing <laughs> and like they're eating just like you know there's stuff all over their face and they're, they're just like super you know the, their beds are on the ground um and there's just like you know their houses are gross and all this it's they're, ridiculous like i've never seen anyone like yeah at work i get dirty but when i go off of work no i you know and i've I, yeah i rub my face with the aloe vera yeah. based face wash to heal and moisturize my pores yeah and i'm a manual laborer yes yes okay yes like those hillbillies exactly and so i've spent a lot of time uh in the south like weeks at a time in in the appalachians for this uh, appalachian service project they used to do in high school like i would spend a week every okay, year you did. and I do thought the... you were joking when you said you spend weeks at a time in no, the south i would i would do volunteer trips like fixing up people's trailers and stuff like this so i've seen this kind of stuff and these guys were even taking it to an extreme it's basically like what you would picture um if you were trying to, if somebody lived in the city and never been to like the deep South, what they would picture it being like. Um, and it was just, you know, it was a little over the top, but basically they're, they're hunting. These cops come by and they're like, Hey, you guys should not be here. The people that live around here are lawless. They, you know, they'll do whatever. This isn't really safe. You shouldn't be hunting. And they're like, whatever. And then of course, you know, they start basically getting hunted. They become the hunted, you know? Oh um, shit. Yeah, and then so these the locals, including Billy Bob, are kind of trying to kill the guys that are just there to hunt. So uh, that that sounds that sounds way better than last week's. This was way better than last week's. This I'm gonna give it a. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts on this type of movie? Did you like Deliverance? Have you seen Deliverance? I would actually really enjoy hunting other people. Yeah, that's the like the hillbillies of the story. If like. Billy Bob walked up to me on the street. He's like, hey, man, I'm Billy Bob Doran. Yeah. And I was like, wow, nice to meet. And he interrupts me. He's like, we got to go hunt uh, this guy. I'd be like, sure. Yeah. Let's do this. Sounds That's like an older version of, like, The Purge. Except the it's not legal. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 Purge in the sense that it's just in this, like in a part where nobody's monitoring it. But the cops, there are cops monitoring it, but they don't even want to get involved, right? So, yeah, you're in that sense it is. And, and Steve, what you're saying, I mean, hunting man and self-erotic asphyxiation are like the world's most dangerous games, right? So... Yeah. It's, you're, you're, you know, people do enjoy those things, but I don't recommend them. That's kind of so. What I, I recommend is if you are trying to asphyxiate yourself, <laughs> yeah, always use a block of ice. Okay, always. That's a good. That's a pro tip. Pro tip. <laughs> <laughs> so that it melts and you always got a safety net. Yeah, yeah. the The ice is, you know, protecting you. Yeah, not hurting you. Don't stand on the ice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That ice goes around the, the belt. 
or okay. something. <laughs> okay. You'll be fine. You'll figure it out. Just, just know to use ice. Uh, oh, this is sorry. I'll just say this movie is um, it's a middle tier. Uh, it's a yeah, it's like a Sam Houston on the Alamo scale, the Billy Bob Thornton Alamo scale. It's middle tier. It's like, it's like one of those. Yeah, it's it's like it's very watchable, but it's like there's just better versions of that movie out there. It sounds fun. It's it sounds fun. fun, but bad. Exactly. That's exactly how it is. If you're wanting like a bad late night, you know, 80s horror type movie to watch, this is perfect because it's very 80s. It's very like stereotypical stuff like that, but it's not like a, I'm not going to go out and recommend this movie. So take that way you will. Um, fair review. We do have some emails and stuff. I think we're going to save them for next week so we can wrap it up there because it's uh, kind of late. But uh, I do want to. Uh, Welcome Joey Cefeli on the podcast. Uh, Joey, as I mentioned last week, um, loved him on Holy Moly. So we reached out and he did a great interview with us. So enjoy that. Enjoy it. Recording live from somewhere. Uh, We're joined by Joey Cefeli. And Joey, uh, very excited to have you on. I saw you on Holy Moly, which Trevor got me into. Trevor's on the show. And uh, uh, I'm not on Holy Moly, but yeah, that'd yes. be nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you got me into it. And we tricked yeah. the listeners last week into thinking you were going to be in the show last week. So we tricked them, and now you're on this week. So I'm <laughs> we Yeah, well, thank you guys for having me. I yes. really appreciate it. I'm excited to uh, be on the show and talk to you guys about my experience. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining and, us. Appreciate and, it. And I also want to start off with a little bit about yourself, Joey, because I know that you are part of USA Diving, right? Yeah, so I'm actually, I was, uh, uh, I joined USA Diving in about 2012 and then went to Purdue University, um, dove, for, dove for Purdue for the last four years, graduated last, a year ago, May. Um, but I'm actually still currently on the national team, just training out here at USC with Hong Ping and Trojan Dive Club. Um, and I was originally training for Olympic trials in June. Obviously, that kind of got postponed yes. because of the whole situation um, with coronavirus. But the plan is still to train at least through the Olympic trials next June. Um, kind of seeing how that works out now that it kind of threw off my professional life outside of diving as well. So just playing it by ear, but still still focusing on that meet and um excited for to get back to training i just can't train right now because most of the pools are closed down yeah that's what i was curious about like how is the world of diving right now like the pools are just most of them are not open or can you kind of get private times or how does that work yeah so you're available to get private time with some some places unfortunately it's pretty far out of la right now so um all the pools in la are pretty are closed down based off what I know. So I haven't really been able to dive, but cause I'm also working. So yeah, it's difficult to commute, you know, over an hour every day when I have to work also 10 to six every day. So, um, yeah. kind of still figuring that out, but luckily I've been able to stay in shape and do some cross training and hoping that it just plays off in the long run. Yeah. Awesome. So how did you get involved with, with Holy Moly? So it was kind of funny actually, because I hadn't done um, like, you know, I don't, I don't have an agent or anything. I yes. wasn't really seeking yes. <laughs> out any, any sort of opportunity like this. And they reached out to Trojan dive club and said they were looking for recently graduated divers because you can't be in, um, college and do 
like you, you can't be paid to do anything for your yes. for yeah. your sport if you're in college. You have to you have to remain amateur. Um, and the week before, actually, I was in Sam Smith and Demi Lovato's music video. Um, <laughs> oh, that's they, awesome. They, yeah, and it was funny because it was like this one week span where, for whatever reason, the entertainment industry just like needed divers, yeah. you know. And so I sent in, <laughs> I sent in videos, I sent in videos, and I they were immediately brought me on, had me do one little, had me do like three dives in front of them, and they were all all in with it moving forward. Yeah, well, that's awesome. What so explain kind of the segment on what typically happens uh for it's the whole diving range is where you're always uh involved and kind of tell usually what can you explain kind of what that segment's about yeah so the whole the whole premise of the show is um you know mini putt and obstacle course Mm -hmm. so they bring us three they bring they bring me and two other contestants up and they the other contestants don't know that I was a diver. Yes. So <laughs> when when we're told that we have to do a dive, we're all kind of like, oh, like, you know, because there were dives that you would have to be physically trained to do. Yes, yes. You couldn't, yeah. you couldn't really just like try and, and do it because it was a little bit too technical of dives. And so everybody was kind of freaking out because they were like, it's a high dive, so it's a little bit higher off the mm-hmm. water, you know. Um, there's a little crowd, you know, it was just a, a kind of nerve wracking situation for someone who doesn't really know how to do anything, especially because diving can be quite scary when you're like trying to flip towards the board or do something that is a little bit more aggressive than just maybe a front flip or a back flip. But I'll I'll um, be honest, I'm too scared to do both of those (laughs) into a regular (laughs) pool. So, um, but yeah, so, so they bring us up and it's funny because Greg Luganis was one of the guest judges and then Steve Gutenberg um, was the other guest judge and Sir Goff, the mascot of Holy Moly. But they, the other two contestants do the dive and they're like, you know, you tried and it was gracious and I loved it. But then I do the dive and it's like offensive to them. And they're like, it's so plain and ordinary. And um, so that's kind of the joke of the segment because I'm the only one that can actually do the dive. Yes. Um, it was, it was, it was actually really funny, like seeing, cause I know like four of the episodes have been released. Yes. Um, and Steve, Steve's comments to me, like he is visibly offended and just <laughs> yeah. like, so, so taken back and disrespected by my dive. And it's yeah. hilarious. Cause he gets mad, more mad, more mad, more mad each yeah. time. Yeah. It's one of my favorite segments too. Like, uh, how hard is it? Did they tell you going into it that they were going to just ridicule you? Um, no. So I really didn't know what was going to be happening. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I was, cause, cause we, we signed a lot of, you know, NDAs saying like we yeah. wouldn't, um, you know, talk into about anything until the show was released. released yeah. So we, so I went into it, not really knowing anything, just knowing that, you know, I had to do these five dives and I had to, to, pretend like I wasn't to the other contestants, you know, pretend like I wasn't a diver, you know, cause the general public knows I'm a diver after the first episode. Right. But when we filmed, none of the contestants knew. And so they kept it a secret, even from the ones that like, uh, the first, the first dive that I do, 
you know, those contestants didn't see any of the other contestants. Yes. So every single time I did a dive, it was like shocking to the contestants as well. And they were worried because, you know, the best scores move on. Right. Mm-hmm. So they thought, they're like, oh, like one, per- one of us is going home. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Then I was trying not to laugh. When, yes. like, That's, that was going to be my next work. question. How hard is it to keep a straight face? Because there's somewhere you're visibly trying to hold it in. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was, I mean, it was hilarious to me because every time I didn't know like how angry Steve would get or like, um, you know, Greg's or Greg's corrections are actually pretty technical corrections. Like, cause, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's talking he about. was like, so it's actually stuff to take home and be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the diving situation was a little weird because like just it looks like it's a normal setup, but it was um, there's a lot that goes into like awareness in the water, like where you're at in the air, depth Mm -hmm. perception. And this was just like 1130 at night, um, 35, 40 degrees in the valley in California. And like I that fur coat was the only thing that I was holding on to during that segment because I was like. (laughs) so cold did you get to keep the fur coat no unfortunately i did not get to keep the fur coat i have had a lot of people ask me that though which is hilarious even my brother sent me a message today saying yeah i hope you got to keep that (laughs) (laughs) was it in like november when was this film because it feels like yeah it seems freezing just the whole time and it was probably in like a couple day span right like a three or four day span um yeah we filmed actually it was a two-day film okay um but the second day, so it all started, Feb- it was like February. Oh, February, okay. or, oh wow. Because it's of Feb- West Coast, of Feb- California? Yeah. 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 End of February, early March. Okay. But yeah, I mean, we actually got shut down one night because of some storms in the valley. And then um, we finished everything. And they luckily, we finished everything that they wanted me to do outside of because everything got shut down production-wise from coronavirus and everything like that. So, huh. But yeah, it was, but it took a couple of days to film, like in one, one practice day. Yeah, that makes sense. That's pretty solid. Yeah, I do remember seeing a point where both Rob and Joe Testator were in like North Face winter jackets. I was like, it's got to be freezing out there. And then you're going, I'm guessing it's not heated because that'd be incredibly tough to heat no, all that. It was not heated. Yeah. It was not Jeez. heated. <laughs> <laughs> That's brutal. Have, have you met Greg Luganis before? Yeah, I had met Greg a few times because he's been to a few of our national meets I, and okay. then he was at Olympic trials in 2016. So um, we we had been acquainted before and it was it was like good to see him, of course. Yes. But it was just funny, like situationally, because I had no clue what was happening, really. Yes. I was just <laughs> showing up to do the dives. Um, mm. But after the whole thing, they both walked over and we were able to talk and and I was able to catch up with Greg, which was nice. Yeah, that's awesome. So I guess, Joey, what would you have done differently to get a better score? <laughs> I don't think I don't think there was anything I could have done unless I just like completely <laughs> completely belly flopped or embarrassed myself in the middle uh, on ABC. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, okay, if you would have made it into the next round, how would you have done? How are you at mini uh, golf? I honestly haven't played mini golf in probably eight years. So, but I think I could putt. I mean, I, I think I've, I think I've got a good putt. Okay. I think I could have competed. Okay. It just depends. Like, no, I, I'm not, I don't know. I'm, I, I think out of, 
whenever I play golf, I'm best at putting in comparison to any other part because I can never hit the ball hard and straight. I can either hit it like I don't golf that often. You know what I mean? Like I haven't golfed really ever in my life. So it sounds like pretty um, much everybody. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But I think I could have mini. I think I could have done the mini golf part portion of my side. Okay. We got to practice too because we. I was going to ask if you get to play on it. That that looks awesome. Yeah, they got they let us hit a few on on it before um, during the practice rounds. So when they were just showing us what we were going to be doing, nobody had done a dive, but they let us just practice hitting on the golf. Um, when, when I showed up to do kind of like a rehearsal with them. Got it. Gotcha. What would be your, uh, number one hole that you'd want to try from the show? Um, Oh, that's a good question. Other than diving range. Cause yeah, that I think, I think the one, you know, like I forget what it was called, but the port where the porta potty doors keep yes. opening. <laughs> yeah. And they blast you into the water. If the, yeah, if you're a little bit too late, yeah, you got to get oddly, a full on sprint going. Oddly enough, that one looked like the most, uh, entertaining to try and get by. I yeah. don't know why I was like, cause it was, it was, the setup was really cool. Yeah. I do like that one. I think the, I like the Uranus one too, just because I like the way, like, the, I think that's the one where they have the uh, fire hoses spraying at you. I really want to test that one out, see if I can make it across with the fire hoses. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, you think okay, you think you'd be best at that one at the porta potty one, or just that's the one you mo- want to try the most? Um, it just looked like one that. Yeah, I think I think that's the one I'm, I would be best at slash wanted to to try just cause like, but it's all, it's all chance. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like the four potty doors just open <laughs> yeah. up at some point. Yeah. It seems like some people get through really easy. Then some people that like, they make it like five in and then they get yeah. smacked. With yeah. It. Yeah. So, uh, what's next for you for in the entertainment world now that you're a big, uh, Holy moly and music video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I definitely am, am creating a little portfolio of stuff that I've done yes. and, and seeking out a little bit more of these opportunities because it was a really, I mean, it was an incredible opportunity mm-hmm. and experience. Um, but I know the segment's been huge. So hopefully we can, you know, do something similar in the future or dive on it, do a couple more dives on a show now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, with, I, I definitely have thought about what I would do with that. I just like with how production and the whole, coronavirus situation in LA is going it's kind of up in the air other than you know to see what they bring back and like what starts getting produced soon yes a good start to your IMDB page at least you can get some acting background in there too especially being in LA (laughs) I actually have an IMDB page now because my I did a a short film with some friends in college and my friend um, Elisa the director of the short film is out here at grad school at USC for film and video Cool. And she created me an IMDb, so that I would ha- so that I would have all of the stuff on there for, like a portfolio. <laughs> nice. Even nice, very cool. Uh, that's all the questions I had. Trevor, did you have anything else? You asked like two of the questions that I was going to ask, so okay. no, I really don't have okay. too much <laughs> other than that. <laughs> Perfect, Joey. Uh, well, thank you a lot for joining us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me, you guys. And uh, nice good luck. Good luck with the Olympic trials and getting uh, to that next step. Awesome. Thank you so much. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? 
Also, uh, make sure to email the show. We want to thank Joey for being on the show. Also, email the show, uh, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com, and we'll get to those emails next week. Rate the show on iTunes. Follow Steed Swallows on Instagram. Steed Swallows. Yep. And uh, Chubstep Podcast on Instagram as well. And the show has ended. I rest my case. Program is now shutting down. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.